0: So continuing with this week's theme about, you know, trust and building returns and having those returns add up to alpha over longer periods of time, you know, let's remember what we talked about Monday where we have trust. You have to trust yourself. You also have to trust the instrument and the point where you don't trust it anymore is probably where you have your protective stop in and you have to give everything a chance, but ultimately the things that you buy long have to go up. Now there's a million ways to do that and it's too much to get into in this episode. But ultimately, you know, if you're gonna borrow, you know, William J. O'Neill's thesis of risking seven percent, then what does that seven percent per trade mean to your overall equity, right? So that's that's something you have to figure out. That comes down to I think your temperament, your emotional constitution, your personality, your psychology, it all adds up. Whatever one of those is the dominant force in your life is likely gonna have a big impact on how you, you know, how you figure that out. So go with it because there's no one right answer, right? For, you know, for example, you can risk 2% of your overall equity and measure things on volatility. So there's a whole, there's a whole slew of ways to approach it. And I don't think one is better than the other, although some of you might disagree. I think there's probably one that's best for you. And part of the fun is figuring that out because then you have your own little formula for Coke, right? Right. But ultimately, when we do that and you have trust issues, pun intended, you know, you will be dealing with clients eventually and they will have trust in you, right? So this whole thing comes down to trust so that you can have discretionary control over client funds. Now, it's interesting though that the gains that you create in the short run can be fleeting because you might come through winning periods but then you can go through a substantial losing streak – where you give a good chunk of those gains back, not because of any other reason than the market's just not amenable to your trading style. Doesn't mean you suck. Doesn't mean you've lost your edge, right? It just means that your edge for that moment in time doesn't, isn't working. Uh, but ed- edges, as they as they are, they come and go. They ebb and they flow. I don't know a single trader who has an edge that, you know, is on, twenty four seven. They have a process that works, but, you know, when you think about making money, it's you're largely powerless over it. Now, I think to sum, sum up some things here through this week, the thing that's going to matter most to your clients is consistent behavior because they don't really have the tools to measure you, you know, unless you're getting allocations from GAM or EIM or some of these bigger places, then of course they do. But if you're dealing with high net worth people, um, individuals and families, maybe single family offices and what have you, they're likely to not have the super sophisticated tools. They might have to hire other people to do it. So a lot of what you're talking about might be foreign to them on some level. Um, But that doesn't mean you can't be the first one to help them learn it. Um, And that, that can help you solidify and build trust as well. But I think overall, yes, you're going to need to make money for the clients because they're going to need to have a certain target rate of return. They're probably going to need to know what your drawdown would be in model. And then also, you know, test you with a bit of capital. And then perhaps if you do well, they may allocate more. Uh, Sometimes allocations come and the trader manager is on a very short leash, right? Sometimes it's as short as one month. Sometimes it's three months. So you have to perform and you have to do what you say you're going to do. Ultimately, I think, first and foremostly in the short run, small gains and small losses probably don't concern them so much as much as do you have consistent behavior? Because what they might be looking at in the market is certain names moving up and down. They're not in their portfolio, and they're trying to conjugate Why are they in or out of the portfolio when you told us your model does X, Y, and Z? So they might not fully be able to understand the variance between what it is that you're doing and what you said you were going to do. So be mindful of that because that that too can help build trust if you take the time to explain it to them. Maybe it's a one or a two paragraph email that you do weekly and then you do your monthly calls. Again, that can be customized, you know, as a what's a good fit between you and the client. But this is all stuff that you have to be mindful of. And there's so much more to it than just trying to make money. You know, Managing relationships is an art unto itself. So anyway, lots of good stuff going on this week. Appreciate you being here. If you want to get a free copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading, see, I remembered it this time. Uh, It's free over at Martin Chronicle. Go help yourself. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you tomorrow.